The Chicago White Sox are on a downward spiral, taking all hope and joy with them. The White Sox lost to the Kansas City Royals on Tuesday night by a score of 9-7. to Gavin Sheets and Aloy Jimenez provided the offense, but White Sox pitching could not stop the Royals from scoring runs. White Sox lose their fifth game in a row. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Sox fans. Welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Socks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk. White Sox, Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The Chicago White Sox uh, had a player hit two home runs in a game at home for the first time all year. The Kansas City Royals scored runs in every inning except the first and the ninth. Lucas Giolito says all the right things, but is not getting the desired results. State of our White Sox, it is grim, 63-66, and 66, uh, six games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians. There are 33 games left in the season. White Sox come off of that uh, day off on Monday and fall to the Kansas City Royals 9-7 to Tuesday night. White Sox are now 7-10 and against the Kansas City Royals this season. Uh, a few news and notes to get to before Tuesday's game. Uh, Yasmani Grandal might be activated in, uh, in the lineup on Wednesday. Uh, he was... I think with the team Tuesday night, Luis Robert did not play again on Tuesday, dealing with that wrist injury. Uh, When will he play? Uh, We're hearing it's, of course, when he can swing a bat comfortably. It sounds like he can do all baseball activities aside from swinging a bat. At this point, does it even matter? Uh, I guess you don't want to push him with the way the White Sox have been playing, but it's definitely a different lineup when a healthy Luis Robert is not in there. Uh, we also had some information about Tony Larusa before the game uh, Tuesday. Uh, so Tony Larusa talked to the media for seven minutes before uh, Tuesday's game, doing his usual pregame interview session. He was also on the field Uh, during batting practice, Uh, but then the White Sox released a statement. 
Uh, at the direction of his doctors, Chicago White Sox manager Tony Larusa uh, will miss Tuesday night's game versus Kansas City. Larusa is scheduled to undergo further medical testing Wednesday in Chicago. Bench coach Miguel Cairo will manage the club in Larusa's absence. The Sox anticipate providing an update on Larusa's status prior to Wednesday night's game against the Royals. So, uh, read into that what you will. Uh, hopefully, of course, uh, Tony LaRussa uh, is okay. Uh, any tests come back uh, clean, and he can rejoin uh, the club. Uh, but Tony LaRussa is 77 years old, and he's going to be 78 before the season ends. So, you know, if you're someone that wants to think up some conspiracy theories, you can possibly think about the fact that, well, there's no way Jerry Reinsdorf in the front office will fire Tony LaRussa. They will not fire him in season. Uh, they won't fire him after the season. He has one more year on his contract. Jerry Reinsdorf wants Tony LaRussa to save face. And I have a feeling, uh, this is just my, my thought, uh, I, I had thought, you know, months ago when things were really spiral, spiraling and there were a lot of fire Tony chants and uh, things were getting uh, pretty bad after walking Trey Turner with a one-two count and the national media picking up on it. Uh, I had a feeling that, you know, if the media and the, the national attention was going to be the way it was on La Russa, that Jerry Reinsdorf might want to find a way out for Tony La Russa. And again, if you're just trying to think about some conspiracy theories here, possibly uh, they might go and say, you know what, uh, it's just under doctor's orders, uh, Tony La Russa is not going to return to the team uh, for the rest of this season. And then maybe there's an announcement after the year uh, that La Russa will not uh, stay as manager for the White Sox. I don't know, uh, but uh, first things first, hopefully he is okay. Everything goes well and uh, interested to hear about those uh, test results. Uh, we should get some more information from the White Sox before Wednesday's game. Uh, if you're looking for some reading material, uh, great article by John Greenberg in The Athletic uh, called Project uh, Bridgeport, kind of a play on what's happening in the minor league system, Project uh, Birmingham. Uh, really enjoyed the article. If you are uh, angry as I am with what's been going on and you are seeking change, uh, he uh, lays it out pretty clearly on how things uh, got to where they are and what could potentially happen in the future. That's uh, a John Greenberg and the Athlet Project uh, Bridgeport. Uh, I don't know if you get the Scott Merkin uh, article newsletters uh, that head into your uh, email inbox uh, once a week. They're called White Sox Beat. And I uh, was reading one, uh, the latest from Scott Merkin on Tuesday, and it was uh, covered Lucas Giolito quite a bit. A lot of uh, interesting quotes from Giolito just on his process, where he's at mentally. And I uh, wanted to go over some of this because it really was telling uh, with how the year has been and, and what happened uh, Tuesday. Uh, here's Giolito from uh, Scott Merkin's newsletter. Well, it's a failure for me. Just a lot of ups and downs, not many ups. It's unfortunate that that's how the game goes sometimes. Worked about as hard as I could to try to pull myself out of the mud multiple times this year 
and got kicked in the face a lot. But at the same time, it doesn't take away from the confidence I have in myself overall. I feel like right now I'm in a much better spot physically and mentally than I was throughout the major part of the year. At this point, what's in the past is in the past, and I'm just going to focus on my work and focus on finishing strong, Giolito said. I'm not pitching for any personal accolades. I'm pitching to try to give us a chance to get into the playoffs every time I take the ball, playing for the team, trying to give it my all out there every single start. I was telling you guys before the season I put on weight, and I wanted to be very stable and strong, and then I got hurt on opening day. Things after that just weren't really right all year. I feel a little bit stronger, a little bit healthier just in general, and I feel like I let go of some of that frustration. A little bit too much experimenting coming into the season and early on. So it's back to basics. I'm just going to try to control what I can control. That's my preparation. And when I'm out there, it's trusting my stuff and being confident. And that's it. A lot of interesting things there to unpack from Lucas Giolito, especially regarding uh, the muscle that he put on, uh, then how quickly he got hurt, and then the experimentation now going on in season. Uh, really interesting read there from Scott Merkin. Uh, it's usually up on the White Sox website uh, a day or so after it gets blasted out uh, to people's emails. The Kansas City Royals are 24 games under 500, but you would never have guessed it with the way they swung the bat. I'm going to tell you why lessons were not learned. Uh, more on that in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your betting wagering information, including live betting, uh, eSports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action of BetOnline, where the game starts. So how about uh, Lucas Giolito and the White Sox pitching staff? It was not good. And, you know, based off of uh, Giolito's comments in that Merkin uh, newsletter, it sure seems like Lucas Giolito is trying to reconfigure things on the fly, reprogram uh, within season, and that has not been going well. Uh, hit or miss, really. First inning for Giolito, a middle-middle fastball to get the leadoff hitter Taylor to strike out looking, then a ground out for Bobby Wood Jr. With two outs, Salvi Perez punches one to right field and runs on Gavin Sheets, as everybody should. Uh, he makes it to second without any issues. All's well that ends well as Giolito gets out of the inning with a ground out 16 pitches for Giolito. Uh, second inning, those home runs that Giolito uh, tends to give up early in games struck again. Thankfully, just a solo home run of a quickly one nothing Royals. Uh, third inning, 
Uh, Gio issued a leadoff walk, but then was able to retire Bobby Witt Jr. for the second time. Uh, Perez is up with two outs, and he took a pitch off the plate uh, out of the ballpark in right field for a two-run home run. It's 3-0 uh, Kansas City. A fourth inning, first pitch of the inning. Nick Prado hits his second home run of the game. It's 4-0 Royals. A slider that just didn't slide. A Giolito bounced back and struck out the side. A fifth inning, the Royals running all over a White Sox outfield. No surprise there. Bobby Witt Jr. with a double. Uh, and then Perez once again hits uh, his third uh, hit of the game and third RBI as he brings Witt Jr. home with a single. It is 5-0 Kansas City. Sixth inning, there are 83 pitches on his arm uh, as Geo starts things off. Uh, Sachs just scored four runs to make it a one-run game. Uh, so Giolito desperately needs a 1-2-3 inning. Uh, Gio got his seventh strikeout to start things out, and that's it. Miguel Cairo uh, pulls him in favor of Tanner Banks. Uh, the Royals jumped all over Banks, hitting a single, then a double. Kansas City has runners on second and third with only one out. He walks the next hitter to load up the bases, a fly out to center field, and Kansas City uh, did not test the arm. Uh, Tanner Banks departs, and Lambert came into the game to try to get the final out. Uh, this one really hurt. A bloop single that Gavin Sheets and his speed just could not get to. Uh, Royals score two runs. It's 7-4. to four. Uh, Gavin Sheets is going to make a great DH for the White Sox. Giolito's final line, five and a third innings pitched, six hits, five earned runs, two walks, seven strikeouts, three home runs, uh, his ERA, 5.27. He threw 89 pitches Tuesday night. Uh, Jimmy Lambert stayed in the game in the seventh inning. Royals just continued to attack. Two on with only one out, and Jake Diekman comes into the game. Nick Prado does damage again. He doubles in another Kansas City run, 8-4 Kansas City. Uh, eighth inning, Joe Kelly uh, returns after getting hit in the knee over the weekend with a line drive. He's back in it. Uh, he threw a changeup that did absolutely nothing to Michael Taylor. Uh, and Taylor did what you should do with a pitch like that. Put it over the fence, 9-5 to five, Kansas City. Uh, ninth inning, Ruiz, uh, he joined Dake, uh, Jake Diekman as the only pitcher's uh, not to be accredited with giving up a run. Uh, what an absolutely horrible pitching display by the White Sox. Hopefully, Lance Lynn will fare better on Wednesday night, but this Kansas City Royals team, uh, despite being 24 games under 500, that, that's not stopping them. Uh, but you've got to learn from that. We've seen the Royals enough this year to pretty much have a good plan in place of how to pitch them. It just doesn't seem like it matters. Uh, not only does Lance Lynn have to have a, a good outing, but like a dozen other things need to go right uh, for there to be improvement. Uh, when the Sox hit three home runs in a game, good things usually happen. I'm going to tell you why Gavin Sheets will make a great designated hitter in 2023. Uh, more on that in a moment. 
Here is how the lineup looked Tuesday night. Uh, A.J. Pollock back in that top spot. Uh, Andrew Vaughn, and he was playing left field. Uh, Abreu at first. Jimenez was your D.H. Sheets in right field. Andrews, Garcia, Harrison, Zavala. Of course, no Mancata, Robert, or Tim Anderson. Coming into the game, Brady Singer... Uh, was 2-1 and one with an ERA of 2.01 and 20 strikeouts in four appearances uh, against the White Sox this season. Got a huge sample size for 2022 uh, with Brady Singer. Most recently, the White Sox saw Singer on August 9th. He went seven and a third innings and gave up five hits and only one earned run. So what have the Sox learned? How are they going to attack him? They've got enough video on Brady Singer. Got to go to the second inning here. Sox had a loy on second base with only one out, looking for Andrews to shoot one maybe to the right side. He worked the count full, and he grounds out to second base. Aloy did get to third. The legend, Leary Garcia, had an opportunity to tie things up. Garcia also worked his way to a full count and then an outstanding play by Prado at first base to Rob Garcia, potentially extra bases, end of the inning. Third inning in the top half, the Royals just hit their second home run of the night and took a three-run lead. How will the White Sox respond? Can they answer? Josh Harrison with a bloop down the right field line and is able to get a double out of it. Man on second, nobody out. Zavala hit by a pitch on the right hand. So you got two on with zero outs. Pollock is up and everybody shouting at their TV, radio and device. The game is being streamed on for the Sox to stay out of the double play. Pollock swung and an 0-2 pitch that was 10 inches outside of the zone and struck out a zero discipline there. Uh, Andrew Vaughn has an opportunity, and he hit a ground ball narrowly escaping a double play. Uh, runners on the corners with two outs, and August Abreu grounds out to third base. After three innings, Sox had two hits, zero walks, two strikeouts, and were 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. Again, this was the fifth time the White Sox have seen Royals pitcher Brady Singer this season. Let's go to the fourth inning. Andrews and Garcia were on the corners with two outs. Uh, Harrison can get the Sox on the board. Singer throwing 94 miles per hour with some movement. And Josh Harrison, you guessed it, grounded out to shortstop to end the inning. Uh, let's go to the fifth. Pollock and Abreu with base hits. Runners at the corners again for the Sox. Some two-out offense finally as Aloy Jimenez rips a single up the middle to score Pollock. It was 5-1 uh, Royals. Then Gavin Sheets loves hitting home runs on the south side, and he blasted a three-run home run to right field the Sox are now within a run. It's a 5-4 game. Andrews and Garcia continued the hit parade. Six hits in a row. Brady Singer got knocked out of the game as the Sox put up four runs in the inning. Uh, let's go to the six. Royals put up some additional runs to separate themselves, and the Sox just could not answer. They went quietly. Uh, seventh inning, a little bit of fight left in them as Aloy Jimenez 
uh, led off the inning with a home run to left center, 8-5 Royals at that point. Uh, but that was it for the Sox in the inning. They could not build on that momentum. Uh, Got to go to the ninth with a man on. Gavin Sheets hits his second home run of the game, his fifth RBI of the night. First time a White Sox player has hit two home runs in a game at home all season long. Uh, it was 9-7 to seven Kansas City. Andrew struck out to end the game, and that's where they left it. Sox offense, seven runs, 12 hits, four extra base hits, two walks, 11 strikeouts. Sox were two for nine with runners in scoring position. Aloy Jimenez, three for four with a home run. Sheets with two home runs and five RBIs. It is a downward spiral, a tailspin for the White Sox. Not sure how they get out of this, but I will be here to cover the good, bad, and ugly. Thank you so much, folks, for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks again for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The, the local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next episode, I will recap Lynn's outing and hopefully have something more enjoyable to discuss about our White Sox. Hey, really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox!